Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us. My name is Bradley Shaw, and tonight on Between the Covers, I'm talking to, once again, Dr. Melissa Formica and Dr. Roy Hardman on their children's book, My Brain Has Made Friends With My Guts. Good evening, Dr. Melissa and Dr. Roy Hardman. How are you? Good, thank you. Hi, Brad. Well, uh, what can we say? Here we are again with a book on My Brain Has Made Friends With My Guts. It's a follow-on, is that correct, from uh, My Brain Is My Best Friend? That correct? Would you say it's a sequel or just a follow-on? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's a follow-on. Um, you know, we sort of focus on the brain in one respect, but now we're mm-hmm. introducing the relationship to that brain in the other parts of our body. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a follow-on. <laughs> Great. We're not going into the colon in the third one, are we, or anything? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think so. Not at this We've got plans for the next stage? No. Okay. Yeah, we do. We um, do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so so congratulations again on this book. It's really, really great. Tell everybody listening um, uh, what it was like to write this book. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of um, elements in it that are medical and plus uh, health focused, but you have to still make it fun. So, so was that a challenge to, to sort of bring it into the children's understanding? I found this one a lot more challenging than the first one, mm. I think, um, in terms of how the gut actually works with the microbes and things like that, trying to... I guess, simplify that as much as possible in a way that children are going to understand. Um, So that was definitely a challenge. Um, What about you, Roy? Oh, I I thought it was uh, a really fun look at um, the fact that uh, healthy gut, healthy brain. And Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to look at uh, the fact that in the first book we were talking about um, food for your brain and how it helps you do all sorts of things. Now we're talking about an addition to that and saying, okay, the um, if you've got good food going into your gut and it creates good microbes and they're friendly and helpful, then you're going to feel a lot better all over. So it's a part of the training that we did on mind-body medicine yeah. and, and, and looking at that and saying, um, if, if you're eating rubbish and it's going to sit in your stomach and it and it duels and makes you feel terrible, then that's not a lot of that's not a lot of fun, and and your and your brain goes soggy, um, and so that's really the emphasis that's come out in the books, particularly in the in the in the graphics. And yeah, um, I think it's a lot of fun, and the and Mel's designed some really good questions to go at the end, so that was great. Yes, and I think what I liked about it too is that that you make your you can make parents look smart. Too. like they can read it to their kids and actually sound like they can understand it as well so i felt good about that i was like oh okay well, that's what microbism what that does oh, okay that's good so well done on that and making sure that everybody looks you know gets a share of the um the intelligence and the understanding of the knowledge um yeah. was there again anything challenging about writing the book or anything that um you 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 found as you said trying to to childrenize it was a challenge but um was there anything else any other elements you felt were perplexing or we lost Mel there for a second. The um, the only thing that you have to really look at is it's a complicated issue, 
but you've got to make it work so that it's simple mm. and, and it's got to be understood. So if you can put it in simple terms and it, as a children's book with the graphic, you mm. can understand that your stomach or your guts is, is healthy and it's having a nice time. Um, the, the complication that I've always found in this and, and uh, assisting Mel write these um, is that we've got to step back and think that we don't know a lot about what we're doing, but we do, and we've got to then put it in a format that most people will understand. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's good, and you've done that really well in this book, especially for children, because it's not only, as you say, the graphics that entertain them, it is the thoughts, the, the things they process as they're listening, and I think children are a lot more astute as well in children's books, needs to have a little more in-depth in or thought-provoked you know, conversation starters even for mm. children. Um, would you find that... Um, Dr. Mel being a new mum now too, like you're excited about sharing this book with your own baby coming up and saying, hey, this is what I wrote and this is what, you know, she understands what she's eating or he is eating. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've already read her the first book uh, so that she's already well prepared for this for this um, next one. Um, I'm not sure how much she's cooking, in, but that's okay. Um, Yeah, look, I am excited that um, children are going to be able to learn about their body and be mindful of what they're actually putting in and how that actually interacts with their brain, their guts, Mm -hmm. um, and, well, we will discuss other parts of the body in the future. Um, But, you know, it's it's important for them to understand at a young age because, as we Mm -hmm. sort of know, the earlier that they learn these things, the more likely they are to become good habits um, and then they're going to have lifelong benefits. So more likely they're going to continue these and reap the benefits rather than developing, you know, age-related cognitive decline or dementia or things like that, which can be related to these lifestyle factors. Absolutely. And when they're 21, we'll give them recipes for a healthy brain and everyone will fall into balance. Exactly. The next book, (laughs) the next series, the next book. I know, it's good, it's good. One of our initial thoughts was mm. if you're going to stop dementia and we, yeah. I mean, the um, in the age group that's coming into dementia, there's 23.5% more percent of the population who are going to look at that. Now, yeah. the as a, as a health burden, we can't afford that. So the only way to change it is to change the thinking of children. Yeah, yeah, without them knowing so much too. So it's good it's not in their, you're not preaching it down their throat. It's like you're just giving an entertaining story away and making fun guts and brains and making it all you know interactive and visual and they won't feel um they won't challenge that if that makes sense they'll enjoy reading and learning that part of it without realizing too much (laughs) there's that learning Mm -hmm. except what's the questions at the back you did say there were some questions at the back is there a prize they can win if they answer them they got to send them to you what's the what's the go with the questions plan i think mainly the the purpose yeah of, of those questions is really to get them um reflecting on the information that's in the book. I mean, it's all very well and good to read, you know, stories and show the movies <laughs> and pictures, but really how much are they actually taking in of that? Um, I right. guess it's also sort of a, a good thing for the parents to do as well to make sure yep. that the children are actually listening and taking something away from it, yep. um, you know, because it doesn't really make it a, um, an effective or beneficial exercise otherwise. No, definitely not. No, no. It's a it's a beautiful book, and it's it's it is for families. I think it is something that they can discuss, kids and mums, as you say, and dads, and they can all understand more about the diets they can set up, especially with so many food choices now. I mean, you go to the supermarket, and everything's almost pre-frozen, pre-packed, pre-cooked. Like there's so many 
shortcuts to a healthy diet. And, um, you know, we are in an economy too where, where vegetables and meats are, are a, a pricey item as such sometimes, so they're not always able to be affordable. So if they can accommodate another dietary plan or another element still eat things that are in uh, good food and good without all the processing, uh, I think this is a really important book, even though as a children's book, I think you've done a great job in emphasizing mm. healthy eating, healthy awareness of the tummy. And, um, yeah, well done again. So, um, yeah, what what do you really want for um, the the schools and the education and the libraries to, to really present this book to the to the students and the readers? What would you like to hope that they they share the message from, like for you as the authors? Roy, do you want to feel this one? <laughs> <laughs> I I think that um, what what we want to do is to start um, schools and canteens and so forth to, to start mm. offering fresh food and vegetables. Yeah. Uh, a lot of schools are growing their own vegetables. Um, a lot of kids are thinking about. I mean, with the climate change situation. You know, they need to be changing the climate with inside their stomach mm-hmm. and what they're eating so that they can actually uh, develop naturally. And a, a lot of children who are not getting the right fruit and vegetables and nutrients aren't developing cognitively properly. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, we, what we'd like to do is for, for teachers and, and um, schools to take it on board and say, you know, make it part of the curriculum that they're, they're reading and understanding this um, sort of information. Yeah, no, they will. And I think you've done that brilliantly, as I said earlier. Um, well, again, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for sharing this book and for um, creating it. Uh, to everyone listening, uh, it is available at bookshops. Um, everywhere books are sold online as well. So, and if they haven't got it, just ask for it and they can order it. But again, please get a hold of this book for your children, your family to talk about and to learn and to enjoy. Um, Dr. Melissa Fumoka and Dr. Roy Hardman, thank you again for joining me tonight. Thank okay. you. No worries. And uh, we'll talk again, I'm sure, once we uh, take the next episode for my colon is my well, <laughs> best best resource oh, for the next know. book. It <laughs> 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 keeps healthy colon, healthy brain, isn't it? So, um, you know, we'll, we'll probably be looking at a combination of heart and body and mind and, and, and uh, gut. Yeah. No, it's all good. So going up there, okay, I'm going too down. I'm, a, I'm in the gutter again. I always do that. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's good to see you, talk to you, and thank you for your time, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Please support Australian authors. And, um, yeah, keep listening to our podcast and enjoying the show. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers, produced by Shoreline Publishing.